Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Today on Real Ghost Stories Online, a family moves into a new house thinking it will be their dream home, only to find out the former deceased owner's dreams still live there. Welcome to Real Ghost Stories Online. Call in your real ghost story now at 855-853-4802 or write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. You're about to enter the world of the unknown and quite possibly the undead. This is Real Ghost Stories Online. Then it is 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. You can write in at realghoststoriesonline.com. And of course, if you want to support our program, we greatly appreciate that. That is what keeps our show on the air. It is only $5 a month. You can sign up two different places, your choice, through our website, ghostpodcast.com or Patreon. We've got the page there, patreon.com slash realghoststories or just search Real Ghost Stories online on Patreon. And uh, five bucks a month there. Same content, both places. You can even get one month free if you want. You sign up for an annual membership on either platform. Patreon now offering annual memberships, which is new and cool. So, way to get a little bit extra for a little less money if you want. Get that extra month. You get all the EPP bonus episodes, new ones every single week. You get the archive. You get uh, advanced episodes of the show weeks before the release. All of it commercial free. Uh, and it's all there exclusively for EPP members at uh, ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Tony and Harper joining you on today's episode. It's the uh, weekend kid-friendly edition of Real Ghost Stories Online. Welcome, Harper. Oh, got to press your mic on. There you go. Thank you. And it's awesome being here on the show. It is. As you hit the uh, the monitor (laughs) over there with your hand, as you (laughs) so expressively say, being here on the show, (laughs) and you hit the computer. But uh, no, you're fine. No, I I know you love being in here, and I love having you in here on the weekends. And a lot of folks love hearing you on the air. So it's uh, it's always fun to have you uh, 
you in. Uh, school uh, for you started, uh, well, as we record it this week. It will be released in mid-September, but it's the end of August as we're doing this and we're doing the uh, the virtual thing online. Today was kind of the first day you had some some stuff in there. Yeah, because like um, yesterday on Monday, it was just watching a couple of videos being introduced to everybody. Mm-hmm. Nothing really worked. <laughs> wise just a couple of videos yeah so uh you created an avatar because uh, i know that's like part of it of like how you you look when when <laughs> you're being represented so what did you do for your avatar well um i had this idea i was obviously still gonna do the red hair mm-hmm. um they didn't really have a color for the eyes it's just like pitch black dark eyes okay, so you're, like, <laughs> you're like a black-eyed child dead eyes okay and so <laughs> I chose this like really cute pink shirt uh-huh. and some jeans and then this pink purse. And then I had this idea. I wonder what the Chinese food would look like in my hand. And it looked like I was worshipping Chinese food. Yeah. And for some reason, they <laughs> what, the option with the arm was like holding a box of Chinese takeout. <laughs> and Harper loves Chinese takeout. So... It looks like a black-eyed child worshiping a box of Chinese takeout. But I chose pizza instead. Oh, you did pizza. Okay. You went to pizza. Because originally, when the last time I saw it, it was Chinese takeout. So <laughs> there you go. And uh, welcome to 2020, everybody. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. You can write in, of course, at Real Ghost Stories Online. Dot com. I don't know that you've heard any black-eyed children's stories. Have we ever talked about black-eyed children? No. Do you even know what it is? Or when I when I just said that to you before, when you said black eyes, you didn't even know what I was referring to, did you? No. There is. Um, I'll try and find some stories, and maybe next week we can in- incorporate one into the show. Why are they like? child demons well that's the thing people don't know it's weird there's a phenomena that goes on where the the story goes and they're all somewhat similar in nature um the classic one would be some children come knocking on your door or a child comes knocking on the door uh late at night um and you know as as an adult late at night it's dark out there's a little kid on your porch you're concerned you know what's what's wrong that this child came to your random house to knock on the door your instinct would would be that there's somebody chasing this child or someone's trying to get this child and this child is seeking refuge at the nearest house with lights on essentially and then they they the child starts talking and, and insisting on coming into the house for some reason to use the phone to do to to do something to get away from something and very very insistent and then the the homeowner looks at the child in greater detail just looks look look at look into their face when you talk to someone you look into their eyes and they realize it's the the pupils are just solid black there's no color you know you have blue eyes and then your pupil is black it's just like a solid black uh, eye. There, there's no. There, there, it's beyond pupil, and it's beyond iris, and it's beyond the white of your eyes. The whole thing is black. So it, yes, it looks kind of dead almost. But 
it's it, and and these occurrences get reported kind of all over the country and all over the world and it's really a creepy phenomenon because it, it's this innocence of this child and then this phenomena of oh my god this doesn't there's something not right here this doesn't even look human um because that's not how any human eye looks my first instinct would to be slam the door. <laughs> That's what a lot of people do. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm not letting this thing inside of my home. I am terrified on what it could do. Yep. And it's just like, no, you you stay out there. I don't care if wolves eat you or not. <laughs> <laughs> you must be already dead. So just. Stay the heck away from me. Yeah, let the wolves go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's a scary thing. I don't think I, I would be letting anyone in my house if, if that was how it was being presented. Uh, it's scary. It's weird. Um, but but there's many stories uh, of that. But, but the question is, how does it happen? That's what nobody knows. Yeah. It's just kind of randomly. Is it a ghost? Is it a demon? Is it... Uh, is it this child terrorists cutting their eyes out no it's not that it's it's it, it, it's because they appear to be able to see so it's it's very bizarre but anyway that's great that you've created your avatar as a black-eyed child <laughs> uh, uh, well that's how they made well there was absolutely no color for the eyes so that's what you get yeah and as i was like scrolling on top of the um screen with where mm -hmm. I was with the eyes, I thought it was the eye color, um, the mm -hmm. eye color, but no, it was the skin, and I saw this like blue, yellow, and like red skin. So you can make your skin blue, <laughs> but your eyes are, are but it's, the whole classroom is is all black eyed children with blue skin. Sounds like alien class of some sort. No, and I, so I clicked <laughs> on it, just like. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 855-853-4802 uh, is our number. Let's go to our first story. It says, my name's Rachel. I don't know if you've read my first story I sent in, but I'm an empath and overly sensitive to the spirit realm. My first story was about seeing my grandmother and my father after their deaths. I was just listening to the podcast, still am. You guys are just talking about people putting home security video systems in their homes and wondering if it would lead to more people discovering hauntings. It reminded me of when my husband and I moved into our first house we were purchasing about three years ago. A little backstory about our, our new house. The couple that lived here before we were was an elderly couple that traveled a lot and bought this house as a fixer-upper to have a home to come home to. They put a lot of work into the house to make it beautiful. Unfortunately, on their last trip together, they were in a bad vehicle accident and the husband was killed. They loved this house. It was their dream. The first time I stepped into the house, I knew it was ours. I felt love and happiness. I felt at home. When we finally got through all the buying process and went into the house the final time, the previous owner would be there too. When she handed me the keys, I hugged her and told her, thank you for letting your dream become ours. So we moved in, get things moved around and settled and decided to put a new security system in. We were putting up the security cameras. My husband was placing the cameras and I was manning the computer to make sure the entire room was placed and viewable. As I'm watching the four different camera feeds as he's maneuvering the last one in place, I watch as a large orb went from our kitchen to our laundry room, to the porch, and then out the back door. I just sat there, 
Stunned. Couldn't even say anything. I could feel him. I am 100% positive it was the husband of the lady who sold us our home. He was just checking in, making sure we were taking care of the home we all love. I've never felt him here again. I hope he either moved on to whatever happens after life here or at least went to live wherever it is his wife went. Thank you guys for all you do. I love all your podcasts. You give those, those of us uh, that uh, some others view as crazy a place to tell our stories. It listens. I listen throughout the workday and it helps with my anxiety. Keep up the great work. It's just this friendly couple checking in, seeing how the hes- seeing how the house is doing. It's really nothing uh, scary. Like I wouldn't be scared. I'd just be like, "Hi, thanks for letting your dream become ours." Yeah, and and it's a good example of an an orb, uh, and and being an actual orb and and seeing it. Uh, on camera, moving from camera to camera, room to room. That right there is a good example of where you can say this, in fact, is an orb and not just some weird refraction of light, which happens on tons of pictures. Um, Video is really one of the, the more evidentiary ways of actually proving that there's an orb because you can see its path. And when it's not just moving in relation to where your light is or another light being shown uh, at your camera to create the light refraction, this would be a great example of some sort of intelligent thing that is uh, being represented as an orb. And it's just... Most of the things that were like, almost like people-shaped, were shadows. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. From what I can hear on the show. Yeah. We hear shadows. We hear about orbs. To me, it it seems like it's an energy thing. And it depends how much energy something has. That um, it, 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 in its ability to show itself. Sometimes it's a stronger energy than others. Just like sometimes, you know, during the day, you have more energy to go play than other times of the day. I think sometimes that's the case with ghosts. Sometimes they have more energy to show themselves, and sometimes it's just this little ball of light. Sometimes it's a shadow. Sometimes it's full body, and you can see them clear as day. I wonder if the afterlife is like being an orb floating around. Do you, like, like being able to float? Is that the question? No, like being the orb, or being the like just being the bubble that yep. floats around, and you're like stuck in it. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's it's like that or if that's just what we're seeing, um, as as the representation in our world. But they're really just walking. But what we're perceiving sometimes is just this bubble of light. But that's all it is. I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting to think about. Uh, 855-853-4802 is our phone number here at Real Ghost Stories Online to share your real ghost stories with us. Next letter, it says, when I was about eight months pregnant, a beautiful stray dog came to my daughter while she was playing outside. We lived in a condo, but our backyard was a huge public park with trees, tennis courts. It was a cool sunny day and the neighborhood kids are playing outside i heard mamie my eight-year-old daughter calling for me to come outside and i found her standing there with a tall slim incredibly beautiful light brown boxer with a fancy collar 
The dog was so tall with the longest legs I've ever seen on a boxer. She had small paws and stood perfectly still as if she were a model. Her tail and ears were cropped and her muzzle was black. She reminded me of a light brown deer. I called her the number I called the number on her fancy collar and talked to a veterinarian after some digging finally found the people who lost the dog. Two mean women came to pick her up a few hours later. They seem bothered and frustrated by the dog, telling us that she keeps getting out of the garage. The original owner was from Michigan and died of a heart attack, and this had been a show dog. I assume they inherited the boxer. As they left, we felt horrible. They were horrible, and I wanted to keep the dog, but they left with her, and it all happened so fast. The next day, I stood at the window that faces the big park. I don't know why, but I cried a little. I've never even owned a dog, but I miss that beautiful, slim, long-legged boxer. I imagine that beautiful dog in a garage all day. Who would want to live with those two grumpy women? I prayed, kind of, not really a prayer. It was more like a mental message in a bottle that I kind of tossed into the field. I tried to call the dog back with my mind. The next day, I heard Mimi outside again, yelling for me. There she was with the boxer. The women were right. The dog did keep getting out. We brought her inside and threw away her tags and kept her name as it was. I wonder if she was with her owner when he died. A few weeks went by and there there we were loving the dog. Zella was her name and she seemed to love us too. She never ran away and Mimi played with her in the park without a leash. So I knew it was meant to be. On a sunny day, like all the other summer days, Mimi came running inside the condo with Zella by her side. Mimi's face was white, her eyes huge. She looked like she was in shock and scared to death. She said, I saw a shadow. She explained to me she saw a person walking with them that looked just like a shadow. She saw it out of the corner of her eye. When she looked at it, it ran away so fast and it was gone, and she immediately ran inside. I took her outside and showed me the exact place where she saw it. Mimi and Zella were walking that way, east, and she saw it to her left, north. This time, she had Zella on a leash. Technically, it could have been her own shadow because she saw it north of her, but our shadows were there, and they were short and not exactly where she saw the tall shadow. She saw it to the northwest, and our shadows were very much to the northeast. She was sure it was standing beside her, taller than her, and not on the ground like our shadows. It was, she was convinced it was a shadow person. She never mentioned it again. I never talked about it again, and she never had any other spooky experience like that again, at least nothing she ever told me about. I always wondered if the shadow person was maybe Zella's owner, who died. Years went by, and we moved to a bungalow downtown, and now my youngest daughter was eight and Mimi was 16. No talk of shadow people, and Zella died years ago. Cecilia had never heard the shadow person story, and we had never had any ghost stories floating around. Then, in the middle of the night, Cecilia came bursting into my bedroom. She came through the door so hard it hit the wall with a big thud. She jumped on the bed and was terrified. She said she saw people in her room. I took her upstairs to her bedroom and looked all around. On the way up, I turned on lights, did a thorough scan to ease her mind, and in her room, I asked her where she saw the people. And this is what she told me. She said in her sleep, she felt like people were in the room. She said she heard carnival-type music, faintly, like circus music or piano music, she said. She opened her eyes and saw two shadows standing on either side of her doorway. We remodeled the old bungalow-style house, and she did not even have a door at the time. 
who were busy standing and st- uh, staring at the doors. So the two, standing the doors. So the two shadow men were standing on either side inside her bedroom, like guards do. She said they did not move at all. So she just sat up for a little bit, looked at them, trying to figure out if it really was what it looked like. She got out of bed slowly, never taking her eyes off of them. The room was somewhat dark, but we lived close to downtown and on the corner. There were streetlights on both sides of the house, so the house was never very dark at night. As she walked slowly through the doorway into the living room, she said the shadow man on her right side moved a little bit. His head followed her like he was watching her walk out the door. Then she ran. As she ran through the living room into the kitchen to come downstairs, she said she saw more people in the living room. She said she heard the same music from her dream. She said it sounded like carnival music, like old-fashioned piano music. She saw kids running around and heard giggling. She saw a bicycle with one giant front wheel like the olden days. The house was built in 1921. She ran down the stairs and turned the corner to come into my bedroom, and she said another shadow man was standing guard by my door. There was a door to my bedroom and it was closed, but there was just like the other two shadow people. She burst into my room and woke me up. She said she was in a state of panic. It never happened again. We moved out of that house about five years later. I thought there were bad energies in this house, but I didn't think that right before I left. Looking back on the past few years, I just wondered if there was bad mojo in that house. Cecilia and I, had not talked much about the shadow people, but after that night, I did tell her about the time her older sister saw a shadow person too. Recently, I heard a podcast with a guest who deals with hauntings, and she said there are rarely more than one shadow people in a house. She said if there's a house with more than one, then there may be a serious problem. I wanted to share the story with this lady who I heard on the podcast, so I asked Cecilia again to tell me the story. She's 19 now. She told me it the exact way she did when she was eight. I could tell the memory is still vivid. There was just one thing she added this time. She said the shadow people do not look like the figures we see in scary movies. Their edges are not blurry. They're not transparent. She said they look solid, 3D, real, just like if you dipped you in black ink, but not shiny, just black. The edges are clear and crisp, just more of a 3D type person. That's scary to have more than one shadow person in your house, especially since they're shadow people. Mm-hmm. I would disagree on the thing of, of it not being common that there's more than one shadow person in a house. I would say I have more stories or I've heard more stories where there's more than one uh, in a house than I've heard it where there's just one. I think quite oftentimes when there's a haunting, there's there's multiple things going on. Um, and sometimes it's one thing that's manipulating things to make it look like there's more, but I, I, I oftentimes think too, when there's a haunting, sometimes it's deeper than just the house being haunted. It's more so the individual has the ability to sense those things while others do not. That's why you can have a haunted house where, um, the, uh, the, the current owner may have nothing going on. The next owner sees and feels a whole bunch of things and then the next owner again says absolutely nothing's going on i think sometimes it very much plays into uh just how sensitive someone is uh to the other side i think they have the sixth sense 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And you can call it whatever you want. I mean, Sixth Sense, uh, the the way that it's it's commonly used now is is empathic uh, or an empath. Um, that's someone who is sensitive to to things that are kind of beyond just our normal sensitivities. Um, it's you know enveloping almost all of our senses, and then something else sometimes, something where you can't put your finger on it because you're not necessarily hearing it, you're not necessarily seeing it, you're not necessarily um, you know, tasting it. Sometimes it's just, it's, it's a knowledge that's there, almost like a download of information. Although sometimes our other senses are involved with, um, seeing or experiencing something, um, along with some sort of feeling that we get. Sometimes the feeling comes on before our other, otherwise recognized senses will pick something up. Um, and then it's almost validated then by our eyes or our ears or whatever it may be, or smell. Um, but sometimes that feeling starts and then five, 10 minutes later, then you see something. But then but you have to then you have to ask yourself, well, what was it? If I didn't see or smell or anything, this thing before, how did I know something was about to happen or sense that it was there? What was what was tipping me off? What was I sensing that my brain just knew because it wasn't being picked up by my other senses? So kind of interesting to think about. Yeah, but same thing with like, well, not the same thing, but I find old-timey carnival music <laughs> awfully, well, not awfully, but very, very creepy. Sure. And I think I think a lot of people find it creepy. I find it creepy, too. And that's an interesting thing to to think about, because when, when that stuff was out and when it was created, I mean, it, it was created to to bring joy to people it wasn't created to scare people it wasn't created to cause torment so why is it that in our modern psyche of today we look at things and when we hear carnival music oftentimes it's more associated with horror than it is associated with joy and fun and i mean same with same with clouds too again not created to to be scary created to bring joy in a different place and time uh, honestly, I'm not trying to be um, mean to any clowns that are probably <laughs> listening to this, but I find it but, but, wait, creepy. Before you said, I should let you know, 70% of our audience, clowns. I'm sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's not. <laughs> but I find your stuff very, very creepy. <laughs> okay. I, I, I think it's the unknown with clowns to me. I, I And... Me, what I hate, and I, I think you do too. I just don't know that you've you've found the words to express it. But, um, I, I, and I know there's some genuinely nice clowns out there who really, truly, they just want to make people happy. Um, but I, I don't like masks. I don't like things that are hidden behind something. I like to see who someone truly is, and when there's um. You know, it's like a false sincerity type thing. I hate false sincerity from people. They don't have to be clowns. They can be a boss. They can be a friend. They can be anybody who is being falsely sincere about something, meaning they're not really being honest about how they're feeling, um, but they're acting like they are. They're, they're trying to manipulate almost. And, and, you know, and a clown's job is to make someone happy. But if I don't want to be happy, I don't want a clown to try and make me happy. And I think what's interesting about carnivals is when we look back at um, 
at, at the old big top type carnival shows and things of that nature. Um, what you had there, and, and you know, you've actually gotten somewhat of an education on it um, from the world of uh, like the greatest showman and things like that. When those things were originally in their uh, incarnations and when they were, you know, floating around America and around the world, what you had were groups of people who were really ostracized from the rest of society. And some of the only places they could fit in or make a living was by exploiting what they at the time used the term freak show because there was either there was something a deformity or, or something that was not right with the individual um something that they could not help but the only way that they found that they could that they found peace was with others who shared that somewhat of a similar experience in life and and the ostracization uh from the rest of society and I, I, it, it's in one way, it's good that they found community and, and people who didn't shun them. But at the same time, a lot of those people went through their lives being very sad um, because of being ostracized from and cut out from everybody else. And you're just like, this is your circle and that's it. And everyone is o you're like your only use in life is to be looked at as an object, looked at as this freak, as they called it. Um, rather than for the human being and person that they were. And I think there's a lot of sadness that goes along with the world of um, like the, the 1910, 1920s, 1930s circuses, um, not just, you know, joy that that they would bring to its viewers. But I think internally there's a lot of sadness. Yeah. I find masked people very, very scary. Masked people? Yeah. So how do you feel on Halloween? A little different thing because everybody's doing it. I don't find I don't see anybody that's like, well, unless if it's like a wolf or like a horror clown costume. Mm -hmm. You're good. We're good. Yeah, because otherwise, because it's just. But but if it's not uh, during Halloween season, it's uh, you know. It's just like, get the hell away from me. Although it, what's interesting now is I was. I was thinking the other day uh, when we went into uh, the Lowe's Garden Center to get some plants, I was thinking if I had walked into Lowe's one year ago today looking the way I did because I had a baseball hat on, I had very big sunglasses on, and then I had my, uh, my COVID with a facial mask covering my face. And that's normal now. But all you really saw of me, if you were trying to identify me, was my nose. You know, you like height, skin color, and nose is all. Like, if you try to get a facial description, you couldn't do it because I was so masked up. And what my thought was um, was that a year ago, had I walked into a store like that, they would have think I would thought I was robbing them because that's what people do when they're going to rob a business. Uh, typically you mask them, you, you get masked up, you have something on so you don't, you can't be recognized. Um, but now everybody is wearing masks because you need to, but it, it's, I, I, it makes me wonder like, well, how has that impacted? I mean, I, I, I would be weirded out, I think, I, and I'm guessing a lot of folks who work like a counter at a store or something would be weirded out at first. 
especially like gas stations and such, where that had always been a sign forever that, oh God, they're coming in looking like this in a disguise, I'm going to get robbed. Then suddenly everyone is coming in looking like they're going to rob the store, but they're just buying Cheetos and lawn furniture. And the other day, um, I know we're not talking about the circus thing anymore, mm -hmm. but the other day we saw like, do you remember like that little scale that had one bird and then this other group yeah. on the birds? That's me. <laughs> I'm this bird on the other side while everyone's doing their own thing. I'm over here making a living. <laughs> you, you, you're not a follower is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was, it was that I, I identify with that bird statue too, where it was like all these birds following one way. And then there's just one over here. It's just kind of doing its own thing. You did look at that statue and went, I'm that bird. <laughs> like, yes. Yes, you are that bird, Harper. And they're like this, like other crystal ball, like under it. Yeah. It's just like. The bird statue spoke to you. Yep. It did. I kind of want to get that bird statue. That's going to wrap up today's episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. Thank you guys for listening and keeping us on the air. We could not do the show without you. If you're not supporting the show and you would like to to get all the bonus content, go to ghostpodcast.com or patreon.com slash real ghost stories. Sign up monthly, five bucks a month or get one month free when you sign up for an annual membership at either location. Until next time, for Harper and all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruski. Thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with. Pro- Promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com code PROGRAM.